get it. Timmy, you look sleepy. Fine. Wide awake. What are you talking about? I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling fantastic. It was uh, it was an early morning for me. I woke up at uh, about five twenty-five ish, and today? No, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Sorry. No, not today. But I I grabbed my phone as one does when you wake up, and uh, I, think I know where this is going now. Tim, you had been at church for forty-five minutes at that point. I didn't sleep. I was I was amped up. I was excited. There's just no way I was getting an ounce of sleep, knowing the sunrise service was looming large at seven a.m. That is all, all that said. It was Easter, and yesterday was Sunday. And this right here is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Why would we check audio levels? It was supposed to be muted. That was part of the show. That was, that was, Tim's just so tired that we didn't turn his mic up. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, As I was saying, we have a 7 a.m. sunrise on Easter Sunday morning. We had a, a fantastic Good Friday service. I, I I couldn't sleep. I woke up at about 2.30, 3 o'clock, tried to go back to sleep, just said, you know what, that I'm, I'm up. So got up, showered, and, and headed on into church. So did you get any sleep at all Saturday night? I was, you know, off and on for about three hours. I'm tired of even thinking about that. I. What do you what do you but gonna I, was, do? I think I think I went to bed Saturday night at about 1 30. So you didn't get that many I didn't more get, hours. I didn't get a whole lot of sleep, but I'm I usually you go to bed early on Saturday nights mm-hmm. usually. Yep. I I, I, try. I usually stay up late because I'm doing my keynote and and doing final sermon read-throughs. This is not on the first thing that we wanted to talk about, but I think it's that's a good point. Um Saturday night, I spent a couple hours going through the sermon and I was trying to figure out if I wanted to add in a altar call piece and invitation if you will mm-hmm. and ultimately yep. just decided that it, it did not fit in the sermon it was very much a sermon more to encourage the saints than to uh call new believers to faith if that makes sense sure and so i i thought it would be fairly and not manipulative but it just it just wasn't it wasn't what that sermon was designed to do I think and, I think it has to be the right you, setting. Yeah. And neither of us typically do big invitation altar calls. Um, but you you went for it yesterday. I did. Um I knew the the tone of the message and, and where it was headed. Uh again, I had I had based it off of a, a plat sermon that he did last Easter, and I loved how he set it up. So I set it up in a very similar way and just opened the service with, hey, just to let you know, here's where we're going. At the end, I'm gonna I'm going to give an invitation and I'm going to ask you to respond. And I specifically said there's there's going to be no manipulation or coercion tactics involved. I'm, I'm giving you full warning right now of what's coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, that And that's something that I've and I grew up in a Baptist church. So let's just be honest. I, I, I grew up in the era of I'm just as I am a few times. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't just an altar call every Sunday. I mean, there was an altar call at Sunday school, right? There, like yeah, there was literally Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. There was always an altar call and and. The vast majority of the time, it felt forced. At times, it felt like coercion, and so it never set well. Did you me. ever have the one where it was the "I'm not leaving here until someone, you know, gives their life to Jesus"? And it's like, oh gosh, please. I've, I've been in that service, and it was it's it's some that's, of the most awkward. That's the worst. Like I literally heard a preacher say, "Sir, I, I saw your hand go up. Are you sure you don't want to come forward? Are you sure you don't want to come forward?" And it was like, oh, and I was like, uh, 
I, I was a I was a teenager. Oh, so you're 15. You're like this. This ain't it. Like it was awkward. Yeah. So I just knew getting into ministry that I I cannot I will not be that guy. However, if if I sense that hey, yeah. this is where the Lord's leading and this is this is going to be that kind of Sunday, then then yeah, we're gonna offer it. Were, an invitation. Were, were you nervous about it, being that it's very, not a normal-ish? Very nervous. It's not a Lakeview culture thing to do. And and we're, the super strange thing was we're doing all it about outside. making disciples, not necessarily making converts. Boom. We were obviously outside for the sunrise service, yeah. and so that's where I started it. So I, I didn't know how the response was going to be, and then you know when I asked people to respond and actually saw hands going up, and I'm like, oh, okay, so it was the right call. Did you say I see that hand? I see that hand and that hand. That, that would have been awesome. So then at the 930. I would be ripping that audio I, I did, so fast. I didn't know if we'd see any hands. And then again, we saw, mm -hmm. and then again at the 11 o'clock, like, okay, awesome. wow. So it was, it was definitely um, one of those Sundays. But I think, I think you made the right call as well. Well, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, Tim. But I was kind of I was up wrestling with this, right? And we didn't even talk about no, this. we didn't talk about this. Um, this wasn't like you know. Typically, we keep each other abreast of our sermon prep during the week, and we hold each other accountable to things, right? But this was a conversation we did not have until we were texting last night, kind of checking in how everything went. Um, our church does a community sunrise service with with the other churches here in downtown Safety Harbor. How many churches are uh, affiliated with that? This year there were five. It's pretty good. And so like we were, we're like on a preaching rotation and And it was not your year. It was not my year. Next year's my year, which I'm already kind of anxious about just because in I would How long does the sermon have to be? No, like twenty minutes. Okay. Although my, my sermon yesterday was twenty six minutes. It was, was twenty three. Yeah, I was gonna say it was fairly short. But the uh it does not have to be a long sermon. It's a sunrise community thing. It's you know, the offering goes to the Maddie Williams Neighborhood Family Center, which is a, a thing that we support here as our church. So it's, my job is to talk about the offering, which is sure. really cool because it's something that our church is very involved in. But it got ultra call mm. and it was awkward, and the text did not – I would not have used that text for that. And so it was kind of like I was, I was up wrestling Saturday night, and then Sunday morning was like, no, Andrew, this is probably a good call that you're not going to do this. Yeah. Because you know we're in like a public park area on on the waterfront. Did anybody respond? I I did not see it. No, there wasn't like a there was no actual come forward kind of thing. Okay, that wasn't a raise your hand or come but, forward or anything. But it was. You, you could know, sense the I, awkwardness I could, of it. I could sense the awkwardness of it. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, maybe this is this is the sign that I don't need to spend. And then the weird thing for me, I don't know what time was your first service. A typical oh, Sunday. Like typical Sunday. Nine thirty. So. Sunrise service is done at 745, 750. Mm -hmm. And then you have that hour and a half. Right. So we we're at 10. And so I got to church at you had a you had a real long break. 50. And so in uh, in years past, it's been the temptation, hey, if I want to tweak anything about the sermon, now's the chance. Right. And I was very glad that I did not yesterday. So did you guys do anything different in your service on Easter Sunday? Or did you pretty much keep it close to a typical Sunday um, morning we for opened, Safety Harbor. We opened with a special, which we typically don't do. A special song? Like special, yeah, so like the first song was not a was not an all skate. It was just the just the praise team doing the first song. Um Highway to Hell? No, that was not the song. And we we had an Easter egg hunt after the service, which we typically do not do most Sundays. I would say fifty one ish Sundays a year. 
We do not have an Easter egg hunt, but we did. <laughs> we also did not do our post-church uh, breakfast casserole and, and and bagel time. And which, we and we did have the uh, all yeah, you out did have food the all spread. out food thing. So it's funny we we do all the food most weeks, and we didn't this week. Well, we and, I mean to be fair, we did unveil our new outdoor cafe, which was the big surprise for mm-hmm. Easter Sunday. No one knew that it was coming. We had our entire courtyard paved mm-hmm. in last week. It was finished on Wednesday. Uh, got some high top tables, some umbrellas, some new banners. Uh, did you have coffee, donuts? What all did you have out there? So we had uh, Deb and Dean Bryan have taken over the coffee ministry. You, you might recognize those I, names. I, I know them well. They, I was at their wedding. He uh, he started the brewing process on Saturday. What did, cold brew? What what did he do? We had everything, man. We had it all. And then we had another couple uh, head on over to Costco or Sam's and pick up mm. all of the breakfast items you can imagine from cinnamon rolls to pastries to bagels. It was quite the spread. I, I love it. And they had it set up right as sunrise started. So if you, f- you, you could, as you're way, on your way out of sunrise, we, you could hit up the, the outdoor cafe. And mm. for the first time ever at Lakeview Church, we had people not confined to a very small narthex. Mm-hmm. But an actual narthex. What a fun Presbyterian word. And well, I mean, that's what ours is. Yeah, like it is a hallway. Yeah, it's a it's a fun fun word. We've got uh, Riley Lester chiming in. He's off due to Easter weekend. We're hearing about that from from some of our people. We've heard that multiple times today. Uh, our our staff has they have. We were scheduled to have a staff meeting tonight, and I said that is not happening. Today is a, a day off for all Lakeview staff. Although yeah. I was at the church this morning. I was saying that, yeah, you're here with me. Thank Someone you. had to wheel out the chairs that we rented, which, by the yeah. way, did not rent enough. Um, not on purpose. That was not like a ploy. That wasn't we're, gonna, we're not going to rent enough chairs. That was, we've looked at Easter sunrise service numbers for the last 12 years. We've never had more than 100 people. So when 150 showed up, we were a little bit in scramble See, mode. See, at our sunrise service last year, do you know, uh, COVID numbers were getting high again. And so... The people they they didn't want to set up the chairs because they didn't want people sitting so close together, and so everyone it was like a, a BYOC event. Smart. And so everybody had their own camp chair or whatever, and yep. so it looked super crowded when it was actually a smaller crowd this year. I think we set up three hundred chairs, um, and they were all full. And then you know, I was in my very uh, mildewy camp chair that lives in my garage, and it was it was so humid. And I, we, we were by the bay. You were by a lake. We were. So I'm assuming the humidity was about the same for each of us. It was toasty. I, I sat— I, do, you, do you stare at the sunrise, or is the sunrise off to your side? Um, the sunrise is if the preacher and praise team is about noon, the sunrise is at about 10 a.m. So if you're looking at a clock. Yeah, yeah I so, Yeah. The—but uh, so I was— you know, I set up my chair and I went and shook hands and talked with the other pastors and made sure we knew what we were doing. About 40 minutes later, I actually got to my chair and I sat down during the music and it was soaked. I, it was only up there for... It, oh, it, I, it I had elders for, who, who brought changes of clothes to change into after the sunrise because it was, they it were was so, so humid and then it was soaked. so sweaty. Yep. And then I got to church and hid a thousand Easter ahead. We, they were in buckets you, and we, sh- we, tossed, shook, we, shook, them out. we shook out the buckets, but... I was so, so sweaty. I spent like 10 minutes just uh, getting paper towels and wiping my wiping my head and trying to. Well, the humidity level was nuts. so bad, we opted not to set up the chairs Saturday, which we typically do, mm-hmm. and then wipe them down on Sunday. So they set them up at 6.15, and by 6.35, every chair was soaked. Mm-hmm. So we still had to towel dry them 20 minutes later. Uh, Matt Coyne says that the outdoor services looked awesome. It was 20 degrees and snowing there yesterday. What? Oof. 
What is that real? Yes, uh, our buddy Frank Gill up in Milwaukee. He what? had pictures of snow in his parking lot this morning. It's mid-April. I know it was like eighty-eight degrees. My yesterday. swimming pool water was in the nineties this morning. How is that possible? You know, there's no law that says you can't live in Florida. All these people that live in these other places, you could move here. Come on down. You could move here and serve at our churches. We would let you. We'd be <sighs> talking we'd to you, Tyler. Talking to you, Matt. Twenty-one Jerry, degrees. Frank, come on, guys. Oh man, that does not sound pleasant. I'm not a big fan of twenty-one degrees. There's room for you here. Easter. Um, although I, I don't think we've ever had a cold Easter. We've we've uh, had some sunrise services where it was windy it and cold, where it was you know it was you I needed you needed a jacket at sunrise maybe. service. Yeah, maybe. Yesterday was not one of those. And I did not realize until yesterday morning that some of our Easter eggs that were pre-packed for us did have chocolate in them. And oh so, no, that's one hundred and one. Yeah, uh, well, Easter were, in Florida, they, they were pre-packed. I didn't, I didn't know it until we were, and so we got home, and some of the boys had some uh, chocolate soupy eggs, but that's okay. Jeff's wondering if we should have a theological debate on the post-Easter service egg hunt. Um, I don't think, I don't think we. I don't think there's any way to win that debate. I think you only lose it. Look, we, we had an egg hunt, but it was not on Easter, and it was kind of an impromptu thing. It was during our Good Friday service, which was admittedly a very, a, very heavy service, a, but it was kind of a nice break to look out and see the kids kind of having fun out there. Like, okay, good. So a little bit of levity mm-hmm. inside a service that was not very light at all. See, and I, I thought this, this is one of our notes that we wanted to talk about yeah. today is because you guys, last year you had the huge community-wide event. Mm-hmm. I believe it was called Get Cracked. Totally Cracked. Totally Cracked. <laughs> Which, for the record, we did not put it on. Yes. It was you, put on by the Trinity Chat Facebook group. But you you hosted it. We did host. And it, so there were tens of thousands of eggs. Was there a helicopter? Do I we had that? massive, massive amounts of eggs. Helicopter egg drop on mm-hmm. our property for the first time ever. And it was fantastic. I yeah. have nothing against it. However, this year... Uh, the totally cracked event fell through. It was supposed to happen at Lakeview, ended up just getting canceled altogether. Mm. And we knew that COVID, am I right? With all of the projects, you've you've seen yeah. the updates from the courtyard to the AC units to there's just been a ton. We just did not have the the manpower to pull off a big community wide mm. event this year. Um, I I get it. So we opted not to. But I I wonder what the uh I wonder what the breakdown would be of churches that say, hey, we're gonna emphasize whether it be Monday, Thursday, whether sure. it be Good Friday, um, or the churches that emphasize, hey, we're going to do the big family-friendly event. Okay, that's true. We, the, we the did festival. emphasize Good Friday. I would say, I wonder what the breakdown, and I'm sure, and I'm sure there are a lot of churches that do both, mm-hmm. but as you and I are each the only full-time employees at our church, and you have right. you know, a whole lot of almost full-time employees, um, and we couldn't pull off doing both. Right. I wonder what the percentages of our of I can speak. Hang on. I wonder what the percentage is of churches that choose, hey, let's do the family focus community event, and then the churches that choose the let's do the somber um, theological emphasis. And I, I think both are crucially important. I, I my don't previous have any church, either. my previous church, we did both. We had yep. the the big community event on the Wednesday before Easter. And then we did Monday, Thursday, and then the multiple, multiple services on Sunday morning. See, that but, that would be my preference. Is but we also if, had eight or ten full-time staff members. If we could do both, because we did the Totally Cracked event last year, the Saturday before Easter, which was great. <laughs> Jerry says, next time, drop the legs in the egg. <laughs> drop the eggs, eggs in the lake. Andrew. Riley says, we had a community color run planned on our campus for Saturday. Uh, had to postpone because of the rain. Still had a large Easter weekend. Couldn't have held any more people, so it worked out really well. 
Actually, he said it worked out good, I, which is grammatically incorrect, but we love him, so we'll let we'll let Riley continue. Jeff says, "Gotta beat the egg the gators to the eggs." <laughs> Accurate. That would be. We have gators in our lake. Yes, you do. And they are not small. There's a guy who is uh, in our church, Cheryl's son, Brad and Cheryl's son, who his job is like he traps and removes gators. Stop. He had a video up of like an eight footer that they pulled out, um, like right by their house. So good. And. But what he does is, you know, he takes them, he either rehomes them or if he has to, you know, sometimes they go to the uh, gator tail factory that gets delivered to all of the waterfront uh, restaurants. But you have to, you can't just like drop an alligator off somewhere. You cannot. So you have to relocate it. It, it stayed, it, he was, he has a Jeep Liberty or something. And there's like a 400 pound gator just thrashing around in the back of his Jeep <laughs> for know, hours. The black duffel bag. <laughs> oh, Florida problems. It's CJ beautiful. says, do you all do, this is a good question. Do you do Easter presents for your own children? Uh, my wife does. And I was going to say the same thing. I, I get zero credit for that. No credit <laughs> at all. I, I saw the pictures that Stephanie. Because oh, you were at church at four in the morning. I FaceTimed my kids at 7.55. So after after, after sunrise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were already awake. FaceTimed them. Uh, got to see Easter morning. Mm-hmm. I, I've never really, other than COVID, which yeah. I. That was the first year I'd ever been with my family on Easter morning. The we I got home. So when, as we were leaving, we went to the Paradise Restaurant a block or so away. Not even a block. It's, uh, it's 12 feet away from here, here at the church. And so as we were finishing lunch, my wife said, hey, why don't you, you know, usually the boys divvy up. Some come with me. Some come with Melissa on the way home. She's like, why don't you uh, go home by yourself just to have the car ride home in silence after the crazy long morning that you've had. And so I got home five minutes ahead of my wife and kids and there was all this candy strewn everywhere. I was like, Oh yeah, that those would be my children. That happens. Uh, and I, I told our staff this week too, cause I got a text from one of our staff that, that said, Oh no, I, f- I forgot about Easter baskets for my own kids. Cause we've been so busy. And I, and I, my response was, I think, uh, I think the church should buy Pastor kids Easter baskets. Easter weekend may be the toughest holiday for ministry families. I think so too. Like even more so than Christmas. Yeah, I think Easter Christmas, weekend is so difficult. Expectations and things built in, mm-hmm. and Christmas is a season, not a day. And right. Easter, however, is what's really Easter funny morning. is how a lot of people don't understand that. No, like you get texts and the calls, and like, no, no, I can't. Yeah, this is literally like the Super Bowl for us. This is huge. Mm-hmm. This is we're we're all in on this day. It's it's a lot. I I said Super Bowl weekend about three times to different yep. people that asked for you know, hey, could you do this? I'm like, mm, what? Why don't you call me next Tuesday? Yeah, I, I told because... my elders two weeks out. Um, I'm not thinking past Easter right now. Mm-hmm. Period. And yeah. they all they all said, yep, got it. So they have not included me on any of those long term strategy planning emails that go out all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said I will jump back in after uh, Easter Sunday. So this week uh, I'm I'm back in. All right. So you've heard about our Easter's. What any big wins? Any big losses? Any big? Uh, well, that was fun. We'll never do that again. Moments happen out there in uh, morning after ministry land yesterday. Did Anybody? you mean to say Happy Resurrection Sunday and say the wrong word? Because uh, we have a friend who did. That's a, it's a story that would change the family-friendly rating on this show. So I just said the wrong word. I didn't yeah, say what it, it wasn't you. It oh, was oh, not yeah, me. Yes. Um, so what, what was a win? Also, if you are not the lead pastor, 
what did you do? And I'm I'm saying that in all seriousness. But the we, way I, you said that. No, because I'm saying. As what, if they didn't do you know, anything? As in what was your role? As if the senior pastor is the only one no, who works on I'm Easter, saying, what, what was wow. your role yesterday if you were not the primary communicator in your setting? Uh, our buddy Ronald Long was the designated photo taker. Mm, that's a good role to play. a good role. Uh, we have one of those. We've had people be the, hey, I'm the food server. I'm coordinating the parking lot. I'm running tech. There are so many different roles that our pastoral brethren and sistren, sistren, is that a word? Our paternal order of ministers there you go. played all kinds of different roles yesterday. So what was your role is the question that I have for you. Riley says needed more than one photo booth. The win was having students serve in first impressions and having three high school girls taking photos for the family. Yeah, that's a definite that's win. That's very cool. Definite win. Jerry says served bacon to anyone mm. and everyone at student check-in. There you go. Again. What says Easter more than bacon? I mean, ham is kind of bacon, right? I I suppose but i'm i'm with you on our way home from lunch yesterday i was going through a list of volunteers in my head who i i knew i needed to text right when i got home because mm -hmm. they were i i was there by 450 and most of them were there before six so and they they weren't just like hey we're help. they were there from six to noon like doing the full that's a lot of hours every service i i spent the better part of an hour when i got home yesterday just texting my ministry leads my volunteers not not even staff like mm -hmm. the volunteers who just went all out it was Pretty incredible. So when you got home yesterday, what time did you get home after after brunch? We brunched, and then we were home by 2.30. Okay. How quickly into the Rays game did you fall asleep? I I don't know. It was kind was of a blur. Say, from from 2.30 to 4.30 was a blur. I was, I was off and on. I hadn't checked my phone, so I was getting caught up on my phone. Jerry says, I wore a Jesus and Bacon t-shirt. Yeah, you did. I saw That's that shirt. Funny. I saw it. Riley says, roll floated between preschool and kidsmen and lived in the lobby uh i like that i like that jerry says i was assigned to opening the service first service right after the worship song i blew it totally jerry stop what, what does that mean you didn't define define that you blew it did you he forgot to show up no he's you, very critical on himself you did a great job jerry i went back and rewatched your services i think that's a lie it's tim a was, lie tim is telling a lie that was not true jerry i'm so sorry i just lied i but i i don't believe you you blew it. I don't, I'm just not going to, I'm not buying it. Tim, we already know that we cannot trust your integrity. How do we know whether or not you believe him right now? Because you just told a lie to each and every one of us. Do you forgive me? I forgive you. All is forgiven. All is forgiven. Scale of one to uh, ten. How Jerry tired says, are you today, buddy? Jerry says, I didn't show up. Wait, what? That's, so, that's No, what he's saying is he forgot that he was supposed to open the service. I get it. I've, look, we've been there. We've been there. A true story. <laughs> Christmas Eve, about eight years ago, First we service were didn't even go in, but second service nailed it. Yeah, you wow. did. <laughs> My family and I were scheduled to do the candle lighting. We left our house not that much later than we should have, and traffic hit on the way to church, and we were bumper to bumper. I got to the service, and it was our section when we pulled in. And I don't know how long it had been silent in the service. They were literally waiting for us to go up and do the reading. I don't know how long they had been waiting, so we sprinted in. That's a, that's a scary feeling. Oh, it's a terrifying like the feeling. The worst feeling. Yeah. It's Sorry, a, Jerry. It's a terrifying feeling for anybody in the church. And then when you're the staff person, right? it's it's scarier. But again, it kind of goes to the uh, staff person and families during holidays. 
I think it was around that time we realized that I'm probably going to have to leave before my family yeah. you know, we, forever. So we had we have a lady in the church who I had made an announcement last Sunday because it was the last Sunday of the, hey, bring your eggs in for, for what we're doing. And it was a, hey, we, we, we were expecting this many eggs and we almost tripled it. Thank you so much. So she called me during the week and said, Pastor Andrew, I, you, you might have noticed there's one box of eggs that are a little bit different. They were like six inch tall eggs. and Slightly of, brown? No. Instead of having candy in them, they have like fidgety thing, like like actual toy. Okay. Like these were, these were the Cadillac of the eggs. I'm 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 all in for that. And she said, "Listen, I, I know you said that we have more eggs than than you were expecting. We had so many eggs. Some of the prepackaged eggs came with either jelly beans or stickers. And so I pulled out all the eggs with stickers and took them to Melissa's class because she can't give her kids candy. Right. And so we got to give some eggs to the elementary school. But she had called me and said, you know, we had all these." We have all these eggs. Can you make sure that you pull out four of the, you know, special eggs with the toys to make sure your boys get one of them? So, you know, there's some benefits to being the staff family at Easter as well, but it's also not you, always. You have to take advantage It's not of that. always easy. CJ says, do you ever look at some of the stupid stuff that's happened in a service that you were a part of and mm -hmm. then thanked God you still have a job? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Matt said, I had an interesting day. Great morning of worship. With lots of excitement and visitors, but lost a dear member all oh, in the afternoon. Ah. Um, I happened to be at the nursing home when she passed after church, but it provided opportunity for our family to serve the family with dinner. Unique wow. Easter Sunday, but a blessing. That's yeah. if that's not the life of a pastor, I yeah. don't know what it is. Like yeah, that exactly. was it's like the high of hey, hey, right? Easter, and then all oh, the, the gut punch yeah. of losing somebody. Tim, mm. I want we have something I want to get into. I'm I'm kind of excited to talk about it. it has doesn't have a whole lot to do with Easter. But before we dive into that, and we also decided going in that we were gonna try to do a little bit of a shorter show today so we could kind of catch heads. our breath a little bit. Mm. But um before we get into that, Timmy, I want to talk about uh, some of our friends that helped make this possible. I love our friends. Mostly you and also getting ready for marriage.com. It's the hit runaway smash. Yeah, it is premarital counseling curriculum if you don't know about it you should come right on over to chapter seven. Oh my gosh uh backseat leadership podcast it's a conversation for leaders, leaders who don't find themselves in the driver's, driver's seat. seat it's it's jeff and brad these guys are awesome they're phenomenal uh content level is real and high unlike they put show. more prep in than we do accurate bible brawl thought we took this one out well, still there. It's a board game. It's about the Bible. Card game, board game, not safe for Sunday school. You need to play it. Slightly inappropriate, but a whole lot of fun. Bible's not PG rated, Tim. It really isn't. Youth Ministry University, YMU. Formerly. DYMU. Train your team. Get them trained up. Get them speaking the same language. Get everybody on the same page. That's what you want to do. That's exactly what you want to do. Timmy. Hit me. Do you ever just sit back and feel proud? Proud? Proud. 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 Because we are a proud part of the DYM Podcast Network. Go check out all of the shows that our buddies are doing right now. Speaking of our buddies, Ronald Long says, oh, hey, guys. Ronald Long, we were just talking about you uh, being the man in the photo booth with the hey sunflower you, shirt. It's a true story. It happened. Hey, Ronald doesn't play around. No. He doesn't. He does not mess around. He doesn't play around. He's always serious all the time. All right. When I think of Ronald, I think of being serious. Let's get into it. Not serious black. 
because he died. You've been waiting on this. Spoiler alert. Sheesh. All of us are caught up. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Speaking of caught up, we're we're almost fully caught up with Better Call Saul. We're we're two episodes. We waited for Netflix, and Netflix got the season five, like, last week. Yeah. Which season six starts tonight, right? I don't know. I'm not mentally prepared yet for it, but isn't isn't it... why? Why is it for a show that you know how it's going to end? How? How is it so good for a show? Like, I can't. I can't help it. It's just that good. I don't. And why hasn't uh, Kim? Why hasn't she won anything from it yet? Very I underrated. Think, I think it's just spectacular. It's just excellent television. Also, who knew that New Mexico was so pretty? There's our take on media for the day. I used to. I used to take kids to camp in New Mexico, and it was beautiful. That's not true. I did. We went to uh, Capitan, New Mexico, You're still Lone Tree Bible Ranch, one <laughs> of the greatest camps ever. But because it's in New Mexico, don't believe there's, you. there's no swimming. You go to church camp, there's no swimming. There's no pool. There's no There's lake. not a watering hole? There's a water slide, but there's no but there's no swimming because there are no bodies of water. There's no such thing as camp without a pool. I know. It's crazy. It is one of my favorite church camp experiences of all time. How do you enforce the... How do you enforce the, the swimsuit, swimsuit like, policy? You can't threaten and shame people if there's no swimming. Come on. But I'm telling you, there's there's a water slide, but there is no swimming at camp, and it's spectacular. You're making this up. It is a true story. Tim, something that I am not making up, Glorietta, I think that's New Mexico, neat retreat center. Yes, Glorietta is very neat. It used to be owned by Lifeway and the SBC. I don't know who, really? who owns Glorietta these days. It's, uh, it's like an old... Uh, I feel like I have a shirt or like a. I'm sure you do. From, they some they random posted everything. It's like 47 Super yeah. Eight motels Gloria on one property. They they do a bunch of stuff. It's a really spectacular retreat center. Are we sponsoring them? No, oh. but but it's, sponsoring it's, us? it's weird because it's like you could tell that it was I don't know what it was built as, but it looks like someone built it as a resort, and then they're like, eh, maybe this isn't going to work out. What church can we pawn this off on? That's and, happened before. And now it works out great. Some great documentaries about that, too. This is very, very true. Timmy, I want to talk about church social media. As you know, I struggle. You are always yelling at me. Hold, please. When Andrew says he struggles, what he's saying is he has a bit of a problem, and he's open about this. He will routinely take screenshots, send them to me as either— No, no, I'm not saying—I'm saying I struggle as a lead pastor, as a person that (laughs) runs our church's social media— I'm I st- thought you were talking about a different struggle that you also no, no, have. That too, but I'm saying I struggle with not having enough content. We okay, wh- whether it's fair because enough, fair we enough. don't, I don't necessarily have. But you also pictures, struggle with but saying. I also struggle with looking at what other churches do and, and say, saying, "Tim, I, why aren't you doing this?" Well, but you also, will routinely get mad at me for something that we're not doing when you are not doing anything. No, but I'll also get mad and be like, "Okay, I don't. I won't get mad, but I'll be like, one of the reasons I don't post too much is because I don't want to look like." Every other every church. other church, fair enough. So fair enough. And and I see things that every other church is doing, and I'm I like, feel Ooh. like you might have a specific example of something I, that I every one, church is doing, except I, ours. I we have say, not given I, in. I feel bad because the video that I pulled that we're about video? to look at, yeah, oh, I put it okay. in the thing. So wow. the video that I pulled, I'm not attacking. I actually cropped it so you can't see the church's name. Um, they did like a we're hiring post thing this way. But the reason that I, I'm showing this is because <laughs> Ronald says Tim just outed Andrew in a struggle we didn't know about. <laughs> um, okay. So many churches, I've seen this same post, including like three or four churches within 10 minutes of here. 
that have all done a very similar like announcement post. And you know, you're not supposed to use your social media as a bulletin board. You want it to be more of the sneak peeks. But so if, if you if are going, going to, to it do better an be announcement, creative. it better be good. Yeah. So here's the thing that I have seen several churches do. Dozens. It's a it's coffee. They pour in the creamer, mm. and then there's a message on the cup written in black sharpie, and you can't see it until. <laughs> the creamer enters the cup and it's creative and it's funny, but I have seen so it's many churches. creamer. I'm sure they were using, you know, an 8k black magic camera to shoot this. And then they made the intern making uh, $15 a week cleanup afterwards. That's not true. Not all of them know. are that messy. Some I of don't. them are very pretty. Yeah. Some of them are very, they, go, they do a little stir, but you can actually, CJ says their cup runneth over their cup. Does runneth over. Uh, Jeff Gore recognizes that post. Of course you do, Jeff. Listen, I'm saying that's that's one from a local Tampa Bay area church, and I'm not yep. calling them out, but it's just I've seen that post from. I follow quite a few local churches, and then you I do. follow a bunch. And all then if there's the ever a sponsored post, yeah. we see all of them. Well, yes, but I follow a bunch of churches where my friends work throughout the country, and then where I used to live in Texas, I follow a bunch of churches there as well. And so I keep seeing the same thing. CJ says, are they hiring? They look so creative. I mean, that's next level creative. It is. But here's my question. Have we reached the point in church social media where all we do is rip other churches off? And is it maybe it wasn't a church? It was a creative house that a bunch of church creatives follow. Maybe they did that post and then they all thought, ooh, maybe they don't follow each other. Is it worse for us as people in ministry because – I doubt anybody that goes to those churches follows 40, 50, 70, So they aren't churches. seeing all so the they're same not posts. seeing a hundred churches do the same thing. I I don't know. What where do you get your inspo? So our 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 social media inspo, and again, we have a very unique setup at Lakeview, but you do. You're, for us, we we kind of we kind of talk a lot about being distinctively Lakeview. So when it comes to social media and our presence on social media, we want it to be distinctively Lakeview. So we highlight the property a ton because we know that's just a, it. it's a major feature at Lakeview Church. So that not that, not to say that I don't see a good post every now and then think and I have ripped other oh yeah posts off. I'm like that was a great idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip that for Lakeview as well. But but, but the coffee post is is a little bit too unique. It, I, I think know. so. I don't know. It's cl- it's clever. It's clever. The the first time that I saw it, I screenshotted it to you and I thought, ooh, this is and I said, this is this is clever. And now I've seen it a half a dozen times. Ronald says we're trendy enough I've to do this it. in about 10 years. <laughs> well, which means we're trendy enough to do that in about 17 years. Jeff says churches are already ripping many things off from other churches. Song, stage design, interior design, sermons, yeah. ministry ideas. Yeah, it's true. It's why, true. why not? Why not the social media feed? Yeah. And when I'm. And again, the justification that we use is, hey, yes, 37 other churches have done this sermon series. Yeah. Shoot. The platform that we have in a lot of ways is because we were saying, hey, other churches, here's some things that we've created. Why don't you use it? CJ says Tim will now be doing this on Saturday to promote their new cafe. (laughs) I probably should do it and just see if anybody else gets it as a joke. Yes, you really should. I'm going to. I I hope so. And by you doing it, we mean Stephanie's going to do it because she's the one that could actually pull that video off. There's no way I could do that. But your wife could. She could make it look awesome. Um, and again, it's, I'm not trying to like just point at those types of videos. I'm just, that's just the one that I've seen everywhere. 
in the past month or so. Jeff says, if the idea works, why not use it and make it unique? I think the point here is how many people are actually following 3,000 churches like we are? I, like it just... I, I guess that's what it is. It's that nobody else is looking at as right. many church... Con they're not looking at church content as often as people that are in church world are. Tim says, I'm just trying to keep my office clean and have no idea how to make anything that remotely looks good on social media. Sounds like you're in Andrew's world. Yes, yes, he is. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Like, I don't, I don't think your church lives or dies by the amount of posts you have on social media. And how cool they are. Doesn't matter. No. I've also been to churches where they have, like, the slickest social media ever. And then you show up and there's, you know, 13 people in the room. And you're like, what is, what's going on here? I went, I went to one who has well-known social media presence in the Tampa Bay area mm -hmm. and I was kind of it was shortly after I came here and the pastor had recently taken over there and he was a, a youngish guy and so we'd become friends a little bit he was like hey come out to you know one of our Sunday evening services sure. so that you can see some things that we're doing and we can talk a little bit get some ideas Fine with that. and I got there and the room was 80% empty again it was a Sunday evening service That's a tough that time. Was, and it was a we do the same service twice in the morning once in the evening kind of thing and but they were doing online stuff pre-pandemic and doing it at a high level. Right. And so he's staring right into the camera. He's like, wow, it's so great to see everybody. You're, you know? you're looking and, around and the room like, like, who do you see? I'm like, there's no one sitting within 10 chairs of me in any direction. <laughs> so I realized that church social media and church media in general. CJ says, just don't issue. Don't copy the prosperity churches. Steph says, I'm on it. She's, of course, replying to Ronald, who's given her a great idea. The coffee cup with the lake in the background, bumping <sighs> the new outdoor coffee spot. Now it's actually going to happen. Now it's going to happen. Like, that a, that is a unique take. That is a unique. That take is distinctively it. Lakeview. Yeah, but it is a popular post going around social media right now. Thank you, Ronald. So Thank should you, I stand out by the gazebo? You should. With the, the beautiful cobblestone road of down of main street safety harbor and be where everyone knows where we are next to the gazebo and with like a sign, one that says church this way with an arrow pointing to us since we're a block from the gazebo why not because, cj says tim was because the pick then i would of, the coffee that's way too much that's cream. A good question i actually don't know way too much cream was the pick of your sunrise with a huge sun edited or raw I, I don't know we we have a photographer at lakeview he's incredible uh, he will go home and, and edit the photos and send them to me usually four to six hours after service on Sunday. So some he says he does heavily edit, some he doesn't. I'll, I'll reach out and ask. Either way. It was pretty. It was a really pretty shot. It was pretty. It was a really pretty shot. Jerry says social media can be such a facade. We can make anything super shiny. It's true. It's true. Jerry, remember when you did that walk around the lake and you, I believe you live streamed the entire walk. You did. I went back and rewatched that not long ago. So good. So good. I love Jerry. He we kills should him to move to Florida. Love you, Jerry. It's not It's not 20 degrees here. It's really not. It's like 80-some. We've got a cold front coming through. It's going to be 67 tomorrow morning. What? I know. I better get the pool heated up. Yeah, fast. you better get that heated up. Tim, I want to talk about one big L that we took on Easter. Mm. I like talking L's. So I don't we, like taking them. No. Talk, I like talking them. Talking L's, not There's a difference. L's. The Rays took a lot of bills over the last week. And I did not like it was, that. It was not good. My stomach hurt. So, you know, me and one of our elders, we we hid the eggs by hid. You know, we we dumped out the eggs. We you spread them. We spread the eggs. We had one spread eggs. We had one egg hunt for our littler kids, preschool and lower. 
on our fenced in part of our playground and then on our side yard back to where the front outdoor seating area is mm-hmm. we had the other ones we had about 400 eggs for the preschoolers about it doesn't sound like an elementary it sounds like you're you're slightly flexing here here's the thing we uh we're finished with the egg setup about let's say 9 10 at 11 10 the egg hunt is ending and i go over and right next to like where the end of the eggs were between the gate to the backyard and where the eggs started for the elementary kids someone had let their dog leave a no. massive pile. The, the elder on uh, your property Brennan and I were talking about it after and she said I thought it might have been a dinosaur or something it like, was it's not cool no like so I'm saying someone who lives like, near the church we've we've had issues with neighbors you've heard I have heard someone was walking their dog and thought hey there's a thousand easter eggs it's Easter Sunday morning. So you're saying that they... I wonder what's going to happen in this proximity in the next few hours. They dropped that load after Easter eggs have been placed? The Easter eggs had... Because I had... Come on. I had set up the eggs, and when I was back two hours later, it was there, and it was not there when I set up the eggs. So who cleaned it up? I'm sure it's still in the grass. You, I you let the kids run no, around that? No, we didn't find it until it was done. Okay. Because that was, <laughs> that was the end of the elementary trail. okay. okay. Wow. And so it was. So it could have been one of the kids. It it, it was that size. <laughs> if it was elementary, we're talking like fifth grade boy. It was. I have one of those in my house. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I'm thinking, what? Who? Nah, that's... Who sees a kid's egg hunt set up at a church and thinks, hey, that's a good spot. And my best guess is the kids were so excited. There... One just was not going to run back in. He didn't want to miss out on that golden egg. So he dropped his there, own golden egg. There you go, Fido. I uh Jerry says we had goose poop in our field where we did <laughs> How big is goose poop? I know how big goose, turkey no, poop is. We goose, have, uh, it's about the same size. It's turkey size. poop's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. We have to clean off our sidewalks every Sunday. You do. Yeah. You when almost, I say we, I don't mean me. You almost need like a dedicated pressure washer mm-hmm. just for just for the turkeys. Jerry um, needs one for the for all the geese. But that was uh everything went wonderful yesterday and then at the very end of the egg hunt. You didn't take an L, you took a I took it. I didn't take it. Someone did. Sounds like you might somebody have. did. Tim, that is someone. Had, CJ says, "Well, someone had a crappy Easter." That's wow. uh That's all I got. That's how you end a show. That's how, that's how you. That's how you, you end it talking about poop. Get some rest, recover because I've got Hydrate. great. I've got great news for you. Sunday is coming. This is oh. the world we live in every I, week. There's another one coming in six days. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different. If only we could show up twice a year. So bad. That wouldn't be nice, Tim. Because be terrible. We would miss out on the fellowship and the spiritual connectivity, my the discipleship. I'm not gonna say it. Say it. Say it, Tim. My, my favorite listening. is everyone's listening. Those who do show up twice a year and and know they show up twice a year, and then they act like it's a treat for you that they're there, <laughs> and you're like, hey. They make it a point to talk to you and like, see, I. I made it. Cool. So glad to see you. So glad to see you. Listen. That's bad. That's bad. Oh, we're tired. We, we need to end this before Tim we say something we shouldn't that, say. Not Andrew. We should end and, this And uh, we love you all dearly. Let's do this again next week. Maybe 11 o'clock-ish? Sounds good. All right. See you then. See ya.